0: hello friends welcome to the show this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the shave union the shave union delivers high quality razor blades to your door when it suits you at a fraction of the cost of leading store brands you can try them out for 99 bucks which includes a free handle four six blade cartridges with trimmer blades and free delivery go to shaveunion.co.za to try them today Council. Welcome back to the show, guys. Castles Council, episode 16. And uh, today we have a special guest in studio, Mone Lotter from. Is it Lotter or Lotter? Uh, depends. Lotte i so I suppose Lotte, we could. Lotter, <laughs> You prefer a Lotter. <laughs> okay, there you go. So Mone Lotter in studio. And uh is here to talk to us a little bit. Well, I've actually, I've asked him to come and talk to us about. Um, a project that he runs and what he does it's called inner warrior so i'm not even going to try and explain to the people what inner warrior is you can actually tell us tell us a little bit more about inner warrior morning no?
1: i started that um what was it this year i started it officially but a couple of years ago i started putting up videos and the reason for that is uh those of you who don't know i'm a martial artist most of my life and uh, coaching people training fighters and In that environment, I found many people struggle with various things. Um, Relationships, like we all know, we all have our issues. And uh, when you're a coach...
0: Too many issues. (laughs) Too
1: too many. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're a coach, people come to you and they're like, listen, I'm having these problems, can you help me out? And with that journey, I started wanting to educate myself to help them. And that led to in a warrior um, uh, way
0: and how and how did you educate yourself
1: oh reading books listening to lectures uh, attending workshops seminars
0: just... so you've done quite a lot of stuff in terms of uh, furthering your knowledge of
1: yeah yeah a lot so um especially it all started basically um with religious type stuff checking all kind of things and that led to the next thing and to the next religious thing. or spiritual first religious and then it moved to more spiritual side of stuff i see them. A bit different, um, yeah. and uh, that led me to where I am now. So the journey started with asking questions and seeing, uh, yeah. you know, that things aren't as I thought it was.
0: Okay, so, so you, you and I saw on your on your website, your Inner Warrior, and we'll obviously post that for people to see where the Inner Warrior is. There's a Facebook page and there's an actual website and Instagram. Yeah. Um, about what you do, you you do groups, you do individuals. Um, do you find things are getting worse? Yeah. Not in terms of getting worse for you <laughs> are you finding society getting worse
1: in a sense yes um i have my little theory about why that is but i do find what, that. what's that theory my theory is that people's baggage start to surface more um and i believe without getting weird um yeah. i believe it's a part of people you could say cleansing themselves um where all these issues surface. That's why we have these crazy things happening. People shooting each other for no reason. You know, Weird things are happening. Um, I find it with my clients. People are coming with um, with baggage and all those kind of things that's surfacing more. Um, okay, well, why is it surfacing now? We have a thing. like I teach my people. If you don't know, um, some people might know what it is. It's called the shadow self, which is a part of your psychology and your mind that is very deeply ingrained into your mind. So um, you're
0: subconscious.
1: Pretty much subconscious, yeah. And yeah. these things sometimes come out. Um, and we see it, like, for example, when you, when you drink alcohol, mm. the shadow self comes out. So people, the stuff that you suppress about you You're your talking self,
0: about all your baggage?
1: Pretty much baggage, things you've been okay. suppressed. So if, if you look at guys, for example, some guys get really lovey-dovey when they, when they drink alcohol. Yeah. And that's most likely the side they've been suppressing um, in their day-to-day life. Oh, so
0: you're saying it's your, okay, and you use the term shadow. So it's, it's the side that you don't allow people to see.
1: Yeah. Yes, in a nutshell, that's what it is, yes. And that's coming out more and more as we see with people now. Um, okay,
0: why? Uh,
1: there's there's a couple of theories. Um, one of the theories is is that they say we're moving into a, a new space as uh, from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. And uh, in order to do that, people have to cleanse these baggage things that's coming out. So the issues are coming out more intensely. Um, you know, the
0: problem I have with that is... Mm. I, I like to think of myself as a, as a spiritual person um, more than I think a religious person. And I've always sort of f- read and followed that sort of line. But every time for me, and, and, the, and the negative thing I'm finding about the spiritual side of things is that every time there's a new moon, mm-hmm. and what I don't mean in, in the sense that obviously we know there's a new moon, but there's always some new step in the spiritual world, like this is the moon that's going to change you and this is the one that's going to be. And then we go through that moon and then all of a sudden there's another one that's blue and then there's another one that's red. And I don't mean that in, in a derogatory way. I just I just go like, how many times do we have to keep going? And, and there's obviously there's new people, so there's yeah. new energies and there's new. But when do we actually take accountability for what we're doing mm. as people and not always looking for the blame on something else. Cause that's what I always feel it is. I just think whether you, if you're religious, then you go, oh, well then it's the devil. Yeah. And if you, if you're spiritual, it's, it's the passing of the moon or the, the mm-hmm. phase that you're in. And after this phase, and I say it in this, because oh, I sound like I'm actually talking like these people, um, <laughs> that you, that we, that there's always an excuse for, for, yeah. you, for, for bad behavior. And I spoke about it in, in podcasts. And I can't remember which podcast it was. Cause I've done a couple where I, I've, this has sort of come to a head where I, I get irritated with the human as we are right now human beings as we sort of as a species is that we there's no there's no accountability and we need to find a place for me I feel that we need we need to find accountability back on 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 what we do and how we do and how do we get to that point of uh, and how do we teach people that accountability how do we make people more accountable that that is the hardest thing right now is that something that and that's what I asked you: is do you find that there are more, there's more negative out there than there's positive?
1: Well, first I want to agree with what you said. Now, um, that was one of my major issues initially: is people always shift the blame. It's always uh, outside of you. It's never you. You know, um, like you said, now religious people you'd say, "Oh, the devil made me do it." Mm. I personally have a bit of an issue with that because you made the choices. You decided to do that, mm. so I 100% agree with you. And the thing, what I'm saying about that these things are surfacing is not to take the um, blame off the individual. It's your fault. Um, Things that you are not dealing with, things that you are not healing, you know what I mean? And um, those things are coming out. So I 100% agree with you and I don't think we should do that at all. People should um, own up and that's what I try and do in my work. I teach them how to become aware of your own nonsense, how to deal with it, how to heal it. To take now, when you
0: say in your work, you're talking about the inner warrior yes. work. Okay. So you actually addressed that because yep. we spoke about it. And we, Oh, when I say we spoke, I spoke about it in, in, in last week's podcast where I was, uh, had a guest in, and it came out of the conversation was the idea of fault and responsibility. Mm. And, and that's one avenue of things is where I feel that you can be, you can say it's not my fault that things are, but it's my responsibility to make my life better. Yes. So, I can't live in the fault. Mm. But too many times we don't look at what we did in that. Because mm. there, there are cases that things happen in, in, in our lives that maybe aren't our fault, but there are cases of where it is our fault. Mm. You know, it's easy to say, my marriage didn't work because my husband cheated on me. It was his fault. It's my responsibility now to make my life better. But where the case is, flip that around and you got a guy that comes in and goes, my marriage didn't work because I cheated on my wife. It's my oh. fault. Okay. That doesn't happen often, though. Mm. That, and, and I'm using that as an example because it's the most extreme example. But even on a smaller basis, you know, I lost my job um, because the, the company's retrenching, the econ- economy's bad. It's, there's a f- that's not my fault. The economy's bad, but I need to fix my life. But I lost my job because I was late. Seven times a week because I was or seven times or five times a week. <laughs> I was five times a week. I was late and I got written warnings because I just mm. didn't get up because I was uh, I didn't really wanted that much. Or I need to look at that, and that's where I find we're not as as a society we're not looking at the blame. We're not mm. blaming ourselves when it is our responsibility. Exactly. When it is our fault, we don't own that. We don't put our hands up and go, mm. "It was me." But okay, that we've digressed because I've. But how does that now fit into what you do?
1: What I do, especially what you're saying now, one of my biggest things I do is that is to get the people to do introspection, to start seeing their actions that led to the result that they're in. Exactly what you're saying now, and I've got various methods of doing that, of letting the people check things from from that side. And also, like you said now, one of the things I'm actually doing a workshop this weekend um, about. More or less these things, and in this thing, we—it's—it's it's called the self-discovery workshop, but it's—it doesn't—the uh, name doesn't do it justice because we do a lot of work. For example, we're taking a look at how your childhood and all those kind of things formed you as you are, and then what to do to to fix those things.
0: I love it. I love the way you said that. Your childhood formed you. Mm. I don't, I, you didn't say the childhood made you who you are. Yeah. Because too many times we go, I am, or like an. Uh, uh, just the other day, somebody said, somebody made a remark and said, well, you know, uh, I'm abusive because I, I grew up in an abusive house. Oh. And I'm, you know, I go, hang on a second. Have you heard that before? I mean, yeah. I, I am this because of where mm-hmm. I came from. Surely that should go, well, I don't want to be that. Yeah. Because I don't want to be part of that. I, I, I've learned that's not what I enjoy. Why would I want to perpetrate that on mm. if I didn't, unless I was in that environment and I went... I love every moment of this. I want to just like, like, I like chocolate. I want to keep eating chocolate, but mm. I, I saw abuse. I didn't enjoy abuse. And this are sick in your head. Um, why would it then give you an excuse to be abusive? Mm. So I love the idea that you just said it forms you. It gives you either what you don't want or what you do want. Mm. It forms that. Yeah, it so forms sorry, that. carry on. Yeah. And
1: that I get a lot. I mean, I had a couple of clients now um, that came with this exact thing where they were in a household that was abusive, or whatever the case is, and they, without knowing it, they tried so hard not to replicate it, and they still ended up replicating it in different ways. Like Why? For, it, it, it's due to many things. Um, one of the things is because up to the age of six, basically seven, you form a, you could say a program. I always say to the guys like an iPod. You can't play music on the iPod unless you put music, music on, on it. it. Yeah. And the software you received in the first <laughs> couple of years. I like that. Yeah. Um, tends to stay unless you change it. So, you will follow the pattern.
0: Because so, 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 it's a case of recognizing mm-hmm. and acknowledging.
1: Yes, and then reprogramming. That's the thing. Okay. So, if you have seen when you're at, in that stage of like six years old, you don't go out of a thinking perspective. You go out of a feeling perspective. So, for example, if your parents made you feel lonely, then that's what your program is going to be like. I, in order to be accepted, I must feel lonely. It sounds a bit like okay. weird. But then you tend to, for example, go into relationships that makes you feel lonely. Because that's what you associate with love.
0: But how would you then know that you don't want that? Because if that's all you know, how do you know that's not what you, what you want? Usually... How do you recognize that?
1: Yeah, usually what happens is we're kind of ha- blessed. Because there's various methods how we receive, you could say, guidance without sounding uh, airy-fairy. Yeah. But... Um, there's a lot of times where people are not happy, but they tend to replicate the same stuff. So I, what I get a okay. lot with relationships is they say I always attract the same partners. They seem different, and then when we're in the relationship, it's the same thing over and over. Is
0: it maybe not you that's the same?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You're, you're attracting those people due to your programming that you picked up when you were younger, you see. Yeah. And once, and I had a, many success stories where we changed the programming, and they attracted a different type of partner. An
0: example of how you would change the programming.
1: First thing is, like you said, become aware of the current programming. See what was your childhood like. Like, for example, in the workshop, we take a look at how different types of styles of parenting forms different types of personalities. So, for example, um, I work with uh, five archetypes of um, children mm-hmm. that, that comes into adults. So you've got, like, for example, the betrayed child, which is a, a characteristic or like an archetype which forms when the child experiences a sense of betrayal. And a common one is when, you know those, those kind of um, parents, when they say, come, come, show the, the neighbors how you're singing, and you get the impression they're using you for their own gratification? Yeah. Um, that type of parenting style usually results in the betrayed child type personality. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff we do in the workshop. So you can identify which personality type you kind of fit into, and then it, it resembles how your parents treated you okay, it's quite that's interesting, inter- yeah, that's interesting, so that's step one. see where you're at, yeah, then we can take a look at what do you want, what type of relationship do you want, what type of person do you want then we is try there
0: and, and i'm I'm interrupting you a bit, but isn't it is not is there a normal is there like just like a normal like line like it sounds, as I was saying that it, it sounds weird, but I thought about, it. was it like, you go like, what type of relationship do you want? Well, isn't it not just like a normal relationship? Like, what is normal? Like, is there something that's just where you were with somebody and they respect you and love you and then you respect and love them? Is that like, isn't it like a baseline?
1: The,
0: the, How many different types of relationships are there?
1: Yeah, I get you. The, the baseline would be, I would say, a healthy relationship and not a normal relationship.
0: But what's healthy? Healthy. Is everyone's healthy different?
1: It differs a little bit, depending yeah. on uh, your background and all the kind of things you have going on within you. Um,
0: funny now, t- now as you are saying it, something just came up to me today, mm-hmm. uh, or just came on past me, and I've heard it in the previous. And I never really looked at it again, but, but they they call it love languages. Oh yeah, your your love languages. There's five or seven of them, or five. Whatever, five of them. Is that part of the relationship? Then would that be what your love language is? Would be your type of relationship?
1: Yes, and that's actually one of the things when I do my relationship workshops, I touch on the five love languages. Okay. Um, where, Funny How's that, because yeah.
0: literally this morning, it was. I came across it, mm. and it's not, now we're talking about it, okay? <laughs> Funny how the world works. So
1: yeah. those five things, they fit directly into those things I said with the archetypes of the child, um, because for example, the five love languages, like the words of appreciation, the gift, the acts of service, those kind of things, it all depends on how you receive love. Like, for example, um, mine, the the strongest one I have is words of appreciation. So, the weakest one I have. You did a great job, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, those ones um, I receive the most, you could say, love from when someone says.
0: It touches you the most. Is that the way? Okay.
1: So, what I also teach with the love languages is the concept of what's called the love bank, which is pretty much like the five love languages is the currency. So, if I don't accept a certain currency and you give to me in that currency, I will not receive it as love. Doesn't I like sense. that. So, if, if you, for example, I accept rands and you pay me in dollars, I'm not going to see the money you give me. I don't, I don't value it.
0: Yeah, it's not going to have the same impact exactly. on Exactly.
1: So, what happens in failed relationships many times is you pay in, let's say, gifts, but your partner doesn't receive gifts as a, a reflection of love. So, now you're like, but I've been doing all these things for you, but they never received it.
0: I've heard that before.
1: Yeah, that that's very common. I I've find.
0: heard that. Me guys, guys will say, you know, yes, I give this chick everything she wants. I'm always looking after her. I send her flowers, and and then she doesn't really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pr- pretty much what, what you're saying is that if her love, love if her love language isn't re- gifts or receiving that, mm-hmm. and her love language is just words, and he's not doing those. They're not gonna.
1: Yeah, you know, the balance is on zero. Yeah. And that's why many times we give what we want, not what the other person wants. We like gifts, so we give gifts.
0: Okay. And
1: then we think, but I give you all these things because it would make me happy, or it doesn't make them happy. I
0: actually think I actually was just looking at that somewhere here on my yeah, I was looking at the five love languages, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and words of affirmation. And gift giving. Mm. Okay, there you say, actually, I actually was busy Googling it. <laughs> Funny that. How's that? Well, there we go. So, yeah, okay. All right, so that's one of the steps mm. in terms of, so you've got to acknowledge it. You've got to then find what makes it. But if you've been programmed to accept something as not, you have to really discover what your love language is. Yeah. You, you, so you first got to try and recognize what it is because if you've been programmed with the wrong love language, in that that's how you were brought up but it doesn't feed you you need to recognize that you need to be able to recognize that as well i suppose
1: yeah you will and it will also it will come to um to the front in unhealthy relationships you'll hurt each other usually most of us know this pain and suffering is the best thing for change because we want to escape that environment it's necessary for pain change. And suffering. we have to experience suffering then we were like i don't want this anymore and then yeah. we'll change
0: okay interesting it's like it's like it's like going back to to what you teach in what you know in martial arts that your best your best lessons are is when you get beaten mm. because you learn them. You want you want your opponents, and that's part of what the martial arts is. Why we always respect our opponents and we always thank them for the fight afterwards is because they've taught you something. Yeah. Whether you win or lose, you always thank them because that's been part of your your journey. And I suppose that translates back to the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, wow, that's hell of interesting. So, you, your workshop this weekend is is well, coming up, and I imagine you do quite a few of these workshops. On the, mm. And if people want to know when your next workshop is, they got to find you on, on where were, you, where do you post these workshops? I are?
1: post them on. You can check my Facebook page. I put there the events up, and you can book, and everything is there. What, which
0: is your what is your Facebook page? It's inner Warrior. The inner inner warrior. Inner warrior. Not the just inner warrior. It's inner warrior. Okay. It's got
1: a, the logo is like a black circle with the white.
0: We'll post the link on, on, onto the onto yeah. podcast as well. Cool. And then I saw you do have an Instagram, but that's, is that your personal Instagram or just with a link?
1: There's, uh, I've got one for Inner Warrior and my personal one. So the Inner Warrior just posts like these teachings and stuff. Ah, okay, YouTube cool.
0: The best place to find it is, is on the Facebook. Yes, that's the In best terms place. of the events and the workshops coming up, should I say. Of course. And then you do have a website as well. Called innerwarrior.co.za, which is just pretty much who you are and I mean, your services you offer. Mm. So, yeah, that's all available to everybody. Interesting. Lovely. You know, I think we could possibly talk all day here yeah, and uh, <laughs> we could run it off. But I, I've, learned, I've learned about love language today. Yeah, Somebody go. introduced me, you just clarified it for me. And uh, yeah, we've learned quite a bit. Mm. Mornay, one of the things I do do every week is I do um, a thing called the act of kindness. Okay where we'd like to acknowledge somebody that does something over and above, past their, their means. Um, do you have anybody that you have in mind for the act of kindness for this week? Anybody that you can think of has done something more than they should have done?
1: I have... Um, yeah, okay, so you've got something for me. Yeah, yeah. So here
0: we go. This week's act of kindness...
1: I want to give a shout out to uh, Damien. Actually, the guy, Damien Schultz, he works with me. Yeah. And his act of kindness is uh, one of the gyms didn't have equipment, They didn't have those things. So he started his own campaign to get equipment for them and to get stuff for them so their students can train and get these snacks and things with you, which he drops off, which is really cool. Where, right. where is the gym? In Sove. Soshenguwe. Mm.
0: That's a fantastic thing. So Lends awesome. himself beyond his mean and uh, in his own time mm. and effort to help somebody else. Yeah. That's the perfect act of kindness. Love it. Yes. Mourne, I want to thank you for coming in and having a chat to us on Castles Council. No, thank you so much. Um, as I always do, I'd like to give you the closing in terms of anything you'd like to tell our guys out there, in, in what, uh, your closing thoughts.
1: My closing thoughts would be, I want to ask everybody who listens to this, is to take your own existence very seriously and go look at yourself, look at how you formed yourself, and go do the work to find out, are you the best possible version you can be? And are you who you want to be? And are you happy with who you are? And uh, would you want to, you know, be in a relationship with yourself and uh, see yourself in that thing?
0: Whether it, it would be, be a romantic, friendship, yeah, friendship, any kind of relationship.
1: Yeah, reflect and see if you're happy with yourself. That would be my message.
0: Well, thank you very much, Mona. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. The Inner Warrior. Go and look it up, guys. Um, very interesting. And if you feel like you maybe just need some, some guidance or some help, um, give Mona a, a, a shout. I'm, I'm sure you'd love to, to help you out. So remember, guys, it's uh, nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. I'm Stephen Castle, and I don't give a fuck.